Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of the Outer Realm. We're broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing folks over at Folgers Coffee who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning. And that's quite some time now. So thank you. We love you. And we couldn't do it without you, nor would we want to. <laughs> also, big thank you to Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the Sonic Surgeon, for his contribution of his voice, his music, for our intro that you just heard. And he can be found on any of your favorite streaming platforms. He does specialize in Halloween and the Tis the Season, horror, sci-fi, and electronic or dark wave electronic music. And there's all kinds of stuff coming out right now because, as I said, Tis the Season. <laughs> also, big thank you to uh, Steve McGinnis, who's the artist behind all of our banners and logos here at the show. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. I'm really tongue-tied tonight. Also <laughs> specializes in the horror genre. I know, just trudging ahead to the you know, end of the week. <laughs> anyway, um, tonight we welcome back um, Deborah Thunderbeat. I just love her name. I mm -hmm. love it. Deborah. I want that last name. I know, right? Um Anyway, she's going to be discussing, I mean, she was on a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, but now she's going to be discussing ancient Egypt in Sedona. And her book is called Sedona Faces in the Rocks, Ancient Egypt Found in Sedona. And there's going to be pictures. I love show and tell. I'm just yes. saying, I really love show and tell. Yes. It's awesome. And we see people chiming in. Look at that. Wayne's promoting already. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Like, Thank share, you. name it, name it, Janie. Hello, <laughs> Z Sun. Hello, someone's looking again. for a scratch on his back. And Chris, hello, 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 hello. And Kathy, well, hello. Oh, hi, I got a stupid cowlick that just keeps throwing my hair back. I gotta love that when the hair just <sighs> doesn't do what you want it to do. No, and it's tied hair. up in a bun today because today's been one of it's been. <laughs> Hi, Ruth. I'm glad I am not the only one who is being a little bit tongue-tied. It's, it's Friday Eve. Well, yesterday, first day being back in how long, I was like, thank God it's open mic because I'm really out of it. And then I'm sitting here going, did I write a promo? Oh, no, no, the intro. And I'm like, no, no, this is her second time, Michelle's yeah, it's all it's going through fine. my head as I'm sitting down. I know. I know. So, She's just wonderful. Yeah, like, love you, Janie. And, yes. and we have her coming back on in December, guys, and she's going to be talking about the 22 DNA activation frequency, all kinds of things. Oh, oh. Bum, bum, oh. Bum, bum. right. There's some time for Christmas. You're welcome. 
<laughs> it's actually a perfect time. It is. Um, well, you know, we I, wanted to have that really light, like a light, more of a lighthearted month. Well, so. lighting, you want to help people with toxic energy ah. during holiday season because I actually play, uh, put up a post after Thanksgiving about how this post should go viral after every family holiday. So that's perfect timing to know how to change your frequency. And it's going to be fantastic. There's a lot yeah. of stuff out there and I love frequencies and, and, and working with frequencies and, you Me know, too. meditating to it or just laying there listening to it. And I'm always carrying on about it. So that'll be a good thing. But, um, I'm just, I, I, you know, I've seen some of the pictures that, that she shared and she's going to be on any minute. We're just waiting. And um, yeah, I'm really, really digging it. So she's got some interesting. And Chris asked about the Grand Canyon. She does have one of them. She's going to be talking about it. And she does tours and everything in Sedona. If you go. I can't wait. This is a gift when you can sit there and listen to someone and learn something. It's I a know. gift. I know. I just love it. When, yeah. when I first, you know, started researching and, and came across her, I was just like, what is all this? You know? And, and I mean, our last show was on angels and extraterrestrials. Which I was, know. I missed it. I know. It was amazing. And then, then she had this and went, oh, she's a gift that keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. And um, she's, she's definitely, um, one second here. She multi-awards winning musician and composer, author, speaker. Mm -hmm. 22 DNA activator, certified Reiki master contactee, and a pioneer in sound healing. Wow. Named Thunderbeat was given to her by her Native American elders for her abilities to heal and awaken to the power of sound. Hello. Tell me. I what love sound. I'm in December, right? She yeah. is just gifted, gifted, gifted. Guys, just go on the show and read the bio because there's a lot of information there. You can go to her website and you can actually you know, tune in on some of this stuff. You can check out her stuff. It's amazing. So, hello, Howie. Hi, Howie. And I love that tips top hat. <laughs> speak of the lovely lady. Here she is. Ba, 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 ba. Hi. Oh, my gosh. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> How are you? Great. I'm great. Yeah. Okay. Amelia was slacking off last time, which was why she wasn't with us. <laughs> I was no, so sad to miss you. You have no idea. And I'm so excited that we have you coming back yet again. So yeah. I get more of you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, she was I'm doing excited. her traveling vacation, you know, everybody oh, yeah. has a vacation. Otherwise you're out of balance. You know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's true. You need, you just need that Zen time. What's yeah. that like? <laughs> I don't know. I was I was off because my my daughter had a kidney transplant in January and she had a few bumps in the road. So I took some time off so that I could be closer to oh, help man. her heal and that oh, right because everybody mom. needs their mom. Good yes. mom. No, thank you. Even if you're 26, you still need your mom. <laughs> yeah, they always need their mom. <laughs> yeah, forever and ever. So, yeah. but welcome back. Yes, I'm, thank you. This is like very exciting. I, because you know, I, unlike everybody out there who will be seeing these pictures for the first time tonight, I've already gotten to peruse through the pictures, and I'm I'm anxious to uh, to have you walk us through them all. So you actually, I'm going to put the book up. <clears throat> okay, so this is your book. Yes, and it can be found where uh, Amazon or my website Thunderbeat.com. Right. Uh, but you can go to Amazon Sedona Faces in the Rocks. It's available there. Wow. Um, yeah, 
This is a 20-year project I put together living in Sedona, Arizona. So it I have found ancient Egypt here. What can I tell you? It's amazing. Uh, I'm still amazed by it. Right. Right. And, and uh, you know, I'm out in the rocks for hours in the like in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, because the lighting changes everything. The lighting in the morning is a different world than the one in the afternoon or evening. I mean, I'm out there, let's say three or four hours in the morning, and then I, you know, take a break and I come back out in the afternoon and go, oh my God, the same place. And I'm right. like, wait a minute, it's totally changed. You know, that's crazy, I isn't know, it? No, it is really but crazy. But is really magical, isn't it? Extremely magical. I mean, there's energy portals everywhere, mm -hmm. um, shifting all the time. People right. think that the vortexes are just in one spot, but they, they, they're energy, so they move. And they are circular. Um, a lot of people, I, uh, a lot of people go, well, you know, what do they do? Well, basically, there's, I call them male and female ones. The male ones actually bring you down. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. The female ones actually like, you feel like you're being pulled down into inside the rocks. So there are a portal that goes inside the rocks. And then the, uh, the males, and they circle to the right, go up. They you feel like you're being lifted off the ground. You actually mm -hmm. do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's what a, an incredible experience to just be able to go out there whenever you want and experience this. Yeah. It's home. I'm home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's on my bucket list because I it calls me. Sedona you, just calls to my soul. You gotta come. It's breathtaking, yeah. and I can take you on a tour. I do. Oh, an, that would be fun. An ancient Egypt in Sedona tour now with and other faces. Do you want me to put this up? Do you want me to put it up, or do you want to wait to the end of the show? I wasn't sure how you wanted to do that one. Well, you could do both. You can do both. Okay, we, we can do it twice. Why don't Smart we just business do business one? Yeah, because <laughs> okay. we just hang out for 10 yeah. minutes and, and okay, go have dinner go. or something. I don't know. Here we go. All right. I'm down. Here we go. So it's a two-hour tour. It's, it's, um, I show you 14 different gods and goddesses of Egypt. It's oh, really wow. god. I know it's, it blows people's mind. They said, what? You found that many? I said, Yes. I've been studying Egypt for about 25 years. I've been to Egypt many times. Yeah, I like there. remember my past lives there. Me too. So beautiful thing. Yeah. So when the rocks kind of talked to me when I first came here and I was just, they brought me to the Sphinx, to that, that picture there. Right. I was here about three weeks. I moved here and was hiking everywhere. And then I was going, okay, today I have to go. I want to go here to a certain place called Boynton Canyon. And all of a sudden, I swear to God, I was transported to the right instead of the left where I wanted to go. And I said, wait a minute, how did I get here? Now, seriously, it was like a white flash went over my car. I know it sounds crazy, but a white flash went over my car and transported me to the right. And it's called Long Canyon. My dog was in the back seat with me, okay? And and I'm going, what is going on here? I said, no, this is not the way I want to go. Mm -hmm. So I start turning around, and spirit comes through me and says, go this way. So I said, all right, tell, tell me where you want me to go. So they stopped me in front of that sphinx. Wow, wow I'm going to show 
and that's another picture started. of that. Yeah, because you you yeah. do have two, just yeah. to give people a bit of an idea. It's a different angle as well. So there we go, there we go. That's so this is from the front, I take it, right? No, this is, this is a whole different one. There's a whole other one. How many do you have? I have like eight. Oh my gosh! After the they showed me that first one. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I found wow. them all over the place. They actually, okay. it was like it was just meant to be. Yeah, it, it wow. was meant to be discovered. This totally is... different one. I am, uh, you know, I'm really surprised that this has not been discovered before. But I, but I'm a rock hound. What they call a rock hound. I had a crystal store for nine years. I've always, you know, I'm uh, half Native American. Where my uncle would teach me. He's a shaman. He would teach me about, you know, when you see the faces in the rocks, yeah. those are the ancient ones and the ancient knowledge. So right. I would always look at rocks a totally different way. Beautiful. Right. right. So where do you want to start? I mean, you've got phenomenal pictures. So I, I, I'll start with them in order, except for this guy, because we're already talking about Sphinx, but we can revisit it. Do you want to do you want to do that and then we can you can just spontaneous combustion is great. Okay. <laughs> let, 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 <laughs> you fit right in. All right. It's pretty, much, it's pretty like much it. we run all week long. I like yeah. <laughs> I like it. Okay, one second. I'm just gonna put these to fit a little bit. All right, put this over here and go in. Be patient with me, people. <laughs> Take some work. No, we're good, but <laughs> everybody out there, what are we looking at? Okay. Here we go. Bam. Akhenaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Akhenaten, all right. Uh, the story behind that one. Uh, uh, wow, where do I begin? Um, he he literally, I know it sounds crazy, but he literally came to me. He said he was here. Because I was finding, he's a, he's a pharaoh, okay? Yes. So I was finding the gods and the goddesses. And I'm going, and then when he came to me after I found a whole bunch of the gods and goddesses, he came to me and he goes, I am here. And I'm like, Akhenaten, you're a pharaoh. He goes, I go, what are you doing here? Because I think they're gods when they die. No, he said, he goes, I am much older than they say I am. He said, they, they got the timelines wrong. He said, I am extremely ancient. And um, because the gods and the goddesses were a lot older and compared to the kings and the queens, of course, you know, they came in, yes. you know, thousands of years before even ancient Egypt started. So do you believe, because you are contact experiencer, do you believe he was extraterrestrial? Because many people believe that he was. Yes. Yeah. He, he's well, you would explain the ancient part, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, they're, uh, we're all from the stars. I'm just yeah. going to tell you that right away. So yeah. he, he, they, they're called um, the Enid and um, they, a lot of them uh, as in like Isis, Thoth, uh, Thoth um, Maat, Maat yeah. they're birds. Like they're, they, have, they always have wings yeah. and yes. they told me they're from the bird tribe and that is Ra, the sunbird. Right. Ra is this bird, right. another bird, Horus, falcon mm -hmm. bird. They're right. all birds, so the, and they're all in the same area, right. uh, which just still blows me away. It's like they're right. all boom, 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 all next to each other with other ones like Sekhmet. She's the lion, right? Uh, but they told me that that they're really 
bra, the sunbird, bra, the grau group, you know? Right. And yeah, you've start- got quite a few here that we can make our way down. Yeah. Um, I'll find, I'll find, I'll find Horace. I'll find sure. Horace. <laughs> this one freaks me out. I love it. This yeah. one is just like so in your face. It's just like, there it is. He's the most recognizable. Really? Oh, I, I, it's really yeah. For the general, for people who don't really like me, who don't know much. I know my Egypt, my Egyptian the, very well. Yeah. Michelle does. I don't. Yeah. But Horace to me is like I used to have the Horace. I always painted on my nails, kind of thing. <clears throat> oh wow! Protection. Yeah. So yeah. wow, you know, beautiful. Yeah, and you can yeah. really see his wings in the back. See, they, they all those uh, rock formation is his wings way in the back. Right. Yep. Um, I don't know. Can can you see my pointer? Yeah. Yep. Right there. Okay, yeah. His wings, and you know his face is. There's a thousands of years old, so his face got changed a little bit. But uh, when I but saw it's him, the stance, it's the stature to me, like the way, you know, he, he's just so upright and, and and rigid, and that's exactly what what the mountain is. It's the same stature. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. And these are these are huge. They're huge. They're not small. Yeah. They're big. They're sides yeah. of the mountain. And then um, I recently, I'm constantly finding even more and more now. And I went out, let's say, a, a couple months ago to the same area here. Because this is a actually, he put himself like out of the realm. Um, I, what I try to say is like, he's away from the other ones. Um and I felt mm-hmm. that he, he likes his privacy <laughs> because I, when I went to, no, only because when I went to Egypt, the two times in a row, when I went to the F new uh, temple, uh, um, which is the Horus temple, I heard him say each time, get out of my temple wow. to everybody. I mean, wow. he, he likes his privacy. Right. So, and another thing is, put you can put that back up. I I should have sent you. I found his his okay. another face okay. of him right even further because you. Oh, okay. It, I I don't know if I could put that up, but there is another face. There's actual statue of him and his face, and it's about um, thirty feet away. I never noticed it before till just a couple months ago, and I went, "Oh my okay. god, there he is!" The sun okay. has to hit it just right and it was sunset i usually go out in the morning because it's so hot here in sedona mm-hmm. and then i uh, had some friends come in so we went for a sunset hike and that's when i found him right uh, and it was shining right on his face because he was facing west there right uh, and i yeah it's just the, the sunlight the, the lighting is got to be just right to see certain things here you know oh it's beautiful i mean it, it, it amazes me it really, it really makes you realize how so many of the ancients, especially in Egypt or you know ancient Lemuria, Atlantis, how they were, they 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 were travelers. Whether they, I mean, they physically traveled, whether they came through stargates, portals that just crisscross these power spots that we have throughout the entire world, mm-hmm. um, you know, however the whatever the case may be. There's just too much that shows up all over the world. And I love that it's in Sedona because that's the that Sedona should have them. That's all I'm saying. And it's yeah. great to see, you know. Sedona's like a library here. It's more than just 
the uh, ancient Egyptians that I found here. Yes. But yeah. um, this is, you know, Hathor. She's a full statue. I mean, you can't see it in this picture, but she is a full statue. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. That full statue is in the book. So you can see I got three kind of views of her. Right. And um, and they're hidden in plain sight. But what's funny is they blend in with the rocks and no one can see them. It's just unless you. Right. Um, like uh, this, you know, I found her off trail. I go off trail a lot where there's no trails. And that's where I found her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Right. It's like hidden in plain sight. But yet it it's you know, sometimes you notice it more at a glance, I find, because you just capture that 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 moment in time yeah. as opposed to if you really look at it and you start looking for other things, you almost have to just look at it, recognize it for what, what it is. Yeah. I get a lot of people that say they, they feel Egypt here, but they don't see it. Right. You know? And then they, you know, take my tour and they go, Oh my God, I, I wasn't just feeling things. I, right. I yeah. Right. I'm just and, uh, yeah. I didn't expect to find it here either. And uh, Drumvelo Melchizedek, uh, are you familiar with him? Flower of life. Oh my God. He's been around for 30 something years teaching the flower of life. Okay. Um, well, he moved here about 22 years ago and I showed him Osiris. Now the flower of life oh. temple is the Osiris temple in Egypt. I just happened to have it up. There we go. Yeah. And, <laughs> okay. and he goes, he's been working with Osiris for 30 years and he living here for 22 years. And then I saw him one day where I could show him Osiris uh, plain as day. Cause he's side of the mountain is huge. Mm -hmm. It's so big. People don't see. Right. And pointed to him and he said right away, he goes, oh my God, that is Osiris. I've been here 22 years and never saw that until you pointed that out. Right. And he goes, oh my God. He, he goes, I can't believe I never saw that before. Well, that's strange, right? Was was there any color to any of these before? Do you I, think? I actually, in my, I call it my theric. Yes. I, I did see some colors, uh, the paint. On uh, Isis, there's an Isis temple here. I saw the thing in full color when I first moved here. I said, that's Isis temple. And it had turquoise, red, and gold. Those were the three major colors. Wow. And the Native Americans are turquoise, red, and silver. Right. It was very interesting. Um, and it was gorgeous. And I said, that's Isis temple. And I didn't know anybody here. And then a few weeks later, I was asking directions from this one lady uh, and she goes, oh, that's up by Isis Temple. I'm like, I'm not the only one that sees this, okay? This is good. <laughs> so, yeah, right. well, that helps, doesn't it? Yeah. A little bit of validation. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, wow, okay, right. good. Um, <laughs> that was before I even started seeing the other uh, gods and goddesses here. That was, Jeez. I think the first thing I saw was the Isis Temple. But, and that would make sense, though, that that's where you would start with the gods and goddesses. And this is the one that blows me away, seriously, which is tough. Oh, yeah. I you mean, can't. that's pretty much a dead ringer. You know, like. I can't make that up. That, that's, uh, he's an ibis bird. Yes. And he, his history is he's from Atlantis. Yes. Not, from, you know, ancient Egypt. He's from Atlantis. And he's he was the one that helped the ancient Egyptians uh, go to the pyramids. Oh, yes. The Giza pyramids, which were built by the Atlanteans, not the Egyptians, the pyramids. And he 
he brought them there uh, during the flood of Atlantis because it was a safe zone. The uh, uh, in in uh, Giza, Giza, Egypt. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So and right. so, yeah. He, he's got. He was a scribe, and he was uh, the god of wisdom. And if you look right here, he's got a a a, a, a like a scroll right here, right in front of him, like right to write his writings. He's right, right in front of him. Right, right, right there. No, right here. Can you see my arrow? I don't know if you can. No, I can't. Oh, no, I, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Can you it's see mine? <laughs> I can see yours. Right hello. Keep going down. Okay. Where are you? I'm Where'd you go? <laughs> I'm here. I'm over here. Here's your little thing. Flying blind. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I wish I could. I wish you could see mine, but um, you could <clears> share this from your end, just so you know. You can share yeah. all the pictures you want by clicking the present button at the very bottom. The present button. Do you, if you have your picture yeah, at the bottom. I, I'm going to stop, okay? So go to present, where it says present. Let's click share present. screen. Okay. Okay, click on that. You go up top. Do you have it on a desktop? Or yeah. is it or is it in another window? Or desktop. if you just click on window, unless you have it in another tab, you have to have it up on the screen, though. If you have it up on the screen, no. it will go to wherever you direct it to. So okay. I have it on my desktop. So I go to window and I click on the picture. Okay, now I don't have it on my desktop, but I have if it's it open in, in another, folder. In a folder. Okay, so you have to bring up your folder. And you can do the whole screen if you want to, but you either want the tab or you want to bring up your folder and click on that folder and you can open it. So you would be in a window because it would be up on, hmm. it would be up in a separate window on like next to okay. this. Well, let's do that and in, in, in I can share in a second because yes. I want to talk about would like to talk about like the the other pictures. I think I think I sent them to you already. Uh, where where they found hieroglyphs in Lake Powell. Yep, which, I have all that. Which is three hours north. Do you want me to put it up? Okay, one minute. You keep talking, and I'll get it up. This just sounds wrong. She has just... her mic on mute. You're muted. Ba -ba -ba -ba. There we go. There we go. Okay. 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 So I'm going to bring this up now. Share screen. Bam. And share. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is up in Lake Powell. This is a Hopi Indian uh, showing the ancient Egyptians hieroglyphs. There we go. Like I said, so the point is this is three hours north of Sedona, Arizona. And now when they found the ancient Egyptian relics. I think I have a picture of that in the Grand Canyon, which is two hours north. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can I show that one now? Yeah. Not show that one. Yeah. Very okay. Because yeah, because that thing is crazy. They yeah. trying to say that the Grand Canyon is um, basically made up, doesn't exist, but yet you can't access it. They will not let you near it. So no. it's one of those things that they're trying to put off as conspiracy, yet, bam, yeah. here we go. Now they found they found all kinds of relics there, Egyptian, and this is one right. of the pictures that is uh, was actually in a writing of uh, 1909, writing about them finding Egypt in the Grand Canyon. Now the yeah. right one, yes, the right one 
is is from Egypt. Giza, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. inside the Great Pyramid. And this is that's from, the Grand Hall. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then the one on the left is the uh from Grand Canyon. It's like look at that. It's like wow. wow. huge. Um they have found oh it, by the way the northern rim and they they uh used to have maps uh, which I have a map. I'm not sure if I sent that one to you. I don't have a map. No, I didn't send you the map. Okay. But the northern rim, they have mountains that they call Isis Temple, Osiris Temple, Seth Temple, Buddha Temple, um uh Cheops Temple. Why did they name all these these pyramid looking rock formations on the northern rim of the Grand Canyon, these names. And that <laughs> is the area where they you're not allowed to hike and go at all. No. Funny that, isn't it? Yeah, funny, huh? Yeah. It's very it's, beautiful. I can't it, believe the similar, like how close. Yeah. It, yeah. It's are. insane. It's insane. Um, let me put up the wall in Mexico as well. I mean, this is what is I find interesting, and they do this with extraterrestrial uh, stuff as well, is, is the petroglyphs. And where I think that, um, you know, when you mentioned the Hopi, where I think people don't realize is ancient people were, they were orators and they kept their oral history. And they, you know, they have petroglyphs. Mm -hmm within their canyons and within their areas. And this is all over the world. The ancient people know where all of this is. And when you look at things like this, it's amazing to me that academia and the powers that be in all of these museums, they just, they just like, Oh no, this doesn't exist. Yes, it exists. <laughs> yeah, the, Hopi, the Hopi are two hours North of here. In right. Sedona. Right. Um, <clears throat> And uh, another correlation, now keep this one up, but another correlation I have put together is in Egypt, they called the Egyptians the crimson race. <laughs> and in here, the Native Americans are called the red race. Funny that. Wait oh. a minute. Red and crimson are the same exact color. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here we go. Wow. So this, this was found in Mexico. Yeah. You really look closely. There's an onk. There's the monk um, and the, the headpiece right here. Yeah, of of a headpiece with the with the snake looking thing. Yeah. That right. is so beautiful. Uh, and they're saying that the, this is uh, eleven to twenty thousand years old. They found it in a cave in Mexico. It's about five to six hundred miles from here. Pyramids south of here. Pyramids. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of looking stuff. Interesting little saucer type thing. <laughs> Just saying, yeah. <laughs> just saying. Right there. There's more than one. <laughs> They've they found hundreds of relics there um, that have UFO kind of uh, sketchings or carvings on them. Mm -hmm. um, but this is the one that I found that had Egyptian things on there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is definitely fascinating. I, I, again, like, you know, you're showing stuff here from different parts of the area, like. Mexico, obviously, the mm -hmm. United States. Mm -hmm. um, that's to me is yeah. Just and I fabulous. was just in uh, a. I went to a pyramid conference just uh, like last month. It called the uh, in Chicago, and right. I was, did my presentation for this for the ancient Egypt found in Sedona, 
And there was, there was, yeah. Oh, wow. That's another relic they found in the caves in Mexico. And that's Anubis on there. That's the dog headed God called Anubis. Yes, that's right. Right on there. And see how big that is. It's huge. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Look at the scale just on the hand. On the hand. Yeah. Wow. That's got to be at least a foot. Yeah. So, how do you explain that? So, what's, so what's really interesting is, um, so when I talked to, I talked to Sam, he was there at the pyramid conference and um, he found the pyramid of the sun in Bosnia. And he did, he just was, when I showed him my book, he was just flabbergasted. He was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and then these people that live in Chicago said, oh yeah, there's, we found ancient Egyptian relics here too. I'm like, What? I said, wait a minute. They said, yeah, about 30, 40 miles from where we are right now, they have found on the river um, or the lake, they have found ancient Egyptian relics, but they haven't, you know, they showed them, but they hide them now. Right. They, they're hiding all our evidence, our, our, our ancient history. Right. They hide a what? lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff hidden. Yeah, there's a um, lot of stuff hidden. It's, yeah. it's just we don't know enough about we we say this all the time, the forest, the waters. We don't know enough, mm-hmm. let alone in the middle of Grand Canyon where you're not even allowed to walk. That's right. right. Um, yeah. you want to get this one? So that way we'll just sure. keep up and stay ahead of the game. Hi, Kat. Kat as uh does Tavera think that dogmen and Anubis are the same species, or does she have an opinion? Dogmen? Yeah, dogman being, um, I guess, uh, wolf wolves that walk upright, hmm. werewolves type beings. So, the United States have many, they call them, yeah, dogman or, or like a werewolf type. They're they're massive beasts and they're obviously vicious. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the beasts of Bray Road. I mean, they have you know, wolf people, is what they're called here in Canada. I'm not familiar with them, but I know you would love that. You need to research that. Okay. And they call them wolfmen? Well, yeah, they're called dogmen in the States. I know in up in Canada, our our, uh, indigenous people call them uh, wolves that walk upright Hmm. or wolf people. More Mm -hmm. of they're more respectful in how they they address them. Why are they mean? Why do they say they're mean? Are they because their people are in fear of them? Well, um, I think that they're just, I say that they're, they're interdimensional or extra, you know, outer dimensional. They're, they're, I believe they're just another race of beings that share space, much like Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot is peaceful. Uh, You know, he, uh, all the Bigfoots are, you know, very high vibe, very loving, and they can they can uh, go into different dimensions. Mm-hmm. I know about Bigfoot, and they are they are called scary because people are in fear. Yes, of yeah. Them. Yes. So that's why I was wondering because they're not violent. They will protect themselves, but they will yes. not be violent. If anything, they you always hear them disappearing. You know exactly, exactly. Well, we've so- never had heard a good a story that was pleasant about sightings with dogmen or wolf people here. So we don't really know what they're like because we've never really. I mean, people call them different things. Like how he says, shapeshifters, Wendigo. I mean, I don't, I don't. Wendigo, I think Wendigo gets a a bad rap too, though. 
Oh, I, I mean, know. all three of them. That, do, that's so. a that's a really big native native Canadian culture. Like it it's is. really big up yeah. in Canada. That that was folklore that um, they would go into villages and literally just like, you know, wreak havoc. Like shaman were always just yeah, trying that, to. That doesn't sound like Anubis. Anubis was no. peaceful and he was a protector. Yes. Um, he protected Osiris to go into the underworld from the demons. So he yes. was, he's a protector dog. You know, it's a dog, dog protector. Yes. yes. Yeah. Not like what you see in the movies. No. No, they all no. made up. A lot of that's but I can I can see where I can see where she that question was really, really good. I could yeah. see where you know it came from because I I would be thinking the same thing. Yeah, cactuses and walkers. That's yeah. a different thing, also. That's a whole different thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's that that's fascinating. Um <laughs> I know it just keeps going and going. I'm just digging into the picture up here. Don't mind me. No, I, lo no. I love, I love this one. Hold on. Just getting there. Getting there. I'm getting there. Feel free to just take this wherever you want to go. Yeah. I am just like putting them up. So there we go. Um, there. King and queen. Oh yeah. Okay. So I found Anubis. I'm sorry. I found Thoth in two different places. Okay. And after he, the second time I found him, I heard him. He's one of my guides anyway. Um, been working with him for decades that he said, now find the Kings and the Queens. This after the second time I found him in the rocks. And I'm like, what Kings and Queens. Wow. I found three sets of Kings and Queens soon as he made me aware of them. And here's one of them. That's, wow. That's yeah. epic. Yeah. Yes. And yes. If you look on the right, the the females on the right, and they always say whoever's on the right is in charge. Uh, and she has her mouth open, and mm -hmm. she right in front of this. This is, these are huge. These are huge statues, but right in front of them is the amphitheater in the rocks. It's oh like wow! Semi circle where people wow. can sit or walk up, and. So there's no coincidence there of the of this being where it is, and then there's other other all kinds of other faces all around in that area. It's just amazing, and it's too bad I didn't show you. There's a pyramid, a little tiny pyramid down below where she's sitting. Now she she has the staff in her hand. See, she's um, and and what I'm trying to say is that the little pyramid down below, and I just asked what that was, and they said. That's where we keep our hall of records of our knowledge of our ancient. Wow. Wow. And, then, and as soon as I saw, they told me that I see these little tiny pyramids everywhere and they're all next to statues. And huh. another thing I put together is, okay, Kings and Queens. Okay. This is uh, the Atlanteans where the, when the females ruled 13,000 years ago, the females ruled. Okay. She's on the right. She's in charge. And he looks so nice and peaceful, the, the 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 king. And they were not in war; they were a peaceful race. And there was twelve sets of kings and queens. Um, they're saying twelve sets, twelve kings in the Atlantean ancient history books. And I have found at least mm, ten, nine or ten. Wow! Really, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. You're definitely meant to 
see all of this and share. This is definitely. Yeah, I am so excited wow. about sharing it. And uh, it's like I said, it's still blowing me away. And oh, I've been right. it for 20 years, you know. I, I'm never for all, I'm never one who at a loss for words. I talk a lot and I am just at a loss for words. I'm just so overwhelmed and and honored to Aww. be a part of this and in this discussion and being able to speak to you. I just it's so beautiful. Anubis Anubis or raw. Uh, Enoch Enoch could be connected to Anubis or Ra. Sorry. Uh, Very good question. I don't know the answer to that. If um, Enoch, um, hmm. Do you, he's asking if you feel anything about it. Yeah. I, I mean, he believed, he's believed to be the angel, Archangel Metatron, he, the, the keeper of records, yeah, right? And yes. Has come to me. Yes. And basically um, left out of, you know, the New Testament, but he walked among, mm-hmm. walked among the angels, which of course I, I feel were extraterrestrials, just because some of the things that he said, the environment that he described sound mm-hmm. a lot like he was on a ship. You know, it sounded a lot like he was amongst the gods and they mm-hmm. showed him, you know, they showed him the future in the palm of their hand, which to me seems a lot like a cell phone, like, look, a tablet, right. you know. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that would be. Question. I'm tuning in here and I don't think he's raw. Now, I'm not getting that he's raw, but he was from the ancient times. Um Definitely from the ancient times. Uh, First ascendant, exactly. Yeah, he's Metatron. Metatron right. is a whole different uh, being. You know, he is he is very intelligent and sophisticated. And actually, it was funny. I'll tell you a funny story. I was reading the Keys of Enoch from J.J. Hurtock. And one morning, Metatron woke me up, started vibrating my head, and said, your number is 202-2030. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then a few days later, I go back to read the Keys of Enoch, and those numbers were in there. And I looked up those numbers, and they were all about the 22 DNA, RNA, golden light codes. And that's the work I do now. Right. Uh, that's what we're tackling in December. I can't. Oh, wait. my gosh. That's wait. I know. One month's week. I know. I have a million questions what? now. I got a time. Oh. <laughs> I keep up. I do know. I know Enoch and Metatron and Metatron, his energy is totally different. I have connected with Ra, Anubis, Thoth. I know their energies. Yes. Uh, You're going to get a million chat messages from me on messenger now. But you know, I I think it's a frequency thing because you are able to resonate and and project all of that. It's all about, frequency and vibration is it not exactly. yeah yeah i'm definitely because i'm a sound healer for yeah for, for most of my life well anyway yeah. so yeah i can tune into the frequencies <laughs> yeah metatron is he's very powerful um and yeah. he doesn't have i shouldn't say he doesn't have patience but he's I, I just love him because he's real direct his sentences are three three words okay <laughs> That's i think it, i think it's funny how the show supernatural caught the essence of him in the character on the show because it's he's exactly like that really oh, I that direct that. and oh you know and it's so funny well, how they, you said that and he's exactly like that on the show really? 
what they shows? They got a lot of things right on Supernatural. It's called Supernatural. It went they, like 11 or 12 seasons. It's, it, I think it went past that. But it's all about, one, you know, high strangeness and two brothers that go around just kicking everybody's Two really good-looking brothers, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch very much TV, actually. I'm saying. No, this is, <laughs> this is um, this is an older show. It's been over for a few years, oh. but this show was so good that when the network dropped it after the first season, 15 seasons. The, yeah. And after the network dropped after the first season, the oh, fans wow. wrote in so many fans petitioned that they brought the show back and it went 15 seasons. And, wow. they, because, and it stopped because they quit. <laughs> it stopped because they wanted yeah. to leave it at a certain area, right. but right. And it twisted a little too far for my personal right. liking, but I can tell you the first four seasons are worth watching. Okay. It's unbelievable well, how much stuff they great, got right. That's great proof because Metatron is very direct and he doesn't mess around. Let's put it that way. Right. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He comes, he comes in, I think after that season, but the first four seasons, anyone who wants to watch something that's entertaining and not too heavy and learn from it. It's a lot of it is real. Like it's just unbelievable. Yes. I love yeah. it. I love it. Oh yeah. Kat's asking, okay. have you Best. found anything related to Basset? Because Best she's that. been asking that one for a while. Yes. The I think the, the uh, Basset cat I found, um, uh, what a Sekhmet. You want to put Sekhmet up? Okay. One second. Let me go that. in and find that one. Hold on. Hold on. Mm, I don't think you sent it. I've got Fexus, Toth, Osiris, Hathor, Akhenaten, Ganesh. Okay, nope. hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, I know I have hundreds and hundreds of pictures here. Okay, um, don't have that one. Raw was going to be next. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can find Sekhmet. Aha. Uh -huh. All right, so what I'm going to do is... You have raw next. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah, that one was next. Well, I could bring any of them, any number of them up. They're, I've got your whole file in front of me. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there were so many I wasn't sure what to send. It's like show and tell. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me see if I can get this one up for you guys because she asked about the cat. Yeah. And... Let's see if I can know how to do this. Yeah, click on present right next to the bottom there, settings. Or, mm -hmm. And you should see a button that says present. Click on that and go to share screen, which is one level up. Mm -hmm. When you go to share screen, you'll see it says uh, Chrome tab, window, forget entire screen because you'll catch us all. Um, <clears throat> so if you click on window, whatever it is you have open next to like whatever's up on your screen if it's a another browser if it's opened in your tabs on chrome tab here that's what you will mm -hmm. go to and work your way down so where do you have it i guess it's on my window windows uh, okay so click desktop, window desktop click window and then it'll, it'll bring up everything that you have open okay so then click on whatever it is you have open there you are so give me one second and i will there's hmm. nothing. There's nothing in it, though. Yeah. So nothing's coming up. So, but yeah, I do. This have is all I got. <laughs> yeah. Oh darn! It's darn our favorite darn. color. It's our favorite color. Yeah, but it's you not could always, work for tonight. You could always email it, and I'll grab it if you want to do it that way. But um, hold on.
Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Havey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. Kick that one out. Okay. Oh. <laughs> she took herself she out. Come back. Mm. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It is so interesting. Um, I love it. She just pop herself right back in here. Um, I know technology can be great and it could just be like downfall. Yeah. But tell me these things aren't like amazing. Epic. Oh, all right. That's why it was so quiet. Where'd you go? Epic. I was going to email you, and I guess they, they, they lost it. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you can email it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I catch it. It's, it all comes up right here on the screen. So, but okay. So why don't we just go with raw? But but you have found a best step, basically. You have found them. Well, yeah. You know, it, it's, it was definitely Sekhmet. You know, she, because I have the picture of her from the statues in Egypt and then yes. her with the statue there. And it's just, it's like the same headdress, same everything. Cause there, there's a lot of, there's other lions and there's other cats. So, so they're all different. They are, you know, have their own entity or whatever their own. That's you know, monumental people. though. Like I'm, I am going to put up raw while we're here just because I want again to just really focus on the fact that. These aren't just little statues. This is like how how much time oh would, would it my. take to to do all these carvings? Because there's so many. How long does the culture have to be in an area? Do you think to to do this? Yeah, they're they're huge. They are huge. They had to be giants. And actually, it was I've had um, two archaeologists that came out with me on my tour, so I can get testimonies from them. And they were just totally blown away. They were like, oh, my God, this is definitely Egypt. And they were totally into, you know, the Egyptology kind of uh, side of the archaeology. Mm -hmm. And they all both check this out. They both said, I'm going to give you a great review. I'm going to write up and blah, blah, blah. They both get home. Now, this is two different ones for six months apart. One's in Phoenix and one's in uh, Florida. And they both said, nope, I can't do it. It will, might ruin my career. Right. And I'm wow. like, wow. What? Wow. And it oh, was, wow. But they did say that they saw cut lines. They said they can tell there were cut lines. And they said that there's some that are fossils. Um, they did mention that some are actual fossils in my book. But the bigger statues are cut lines. Like if you go back to Osiris, I'm going to go back to Osiris. Okay. okay. One minute. Let me stop this one. Yeah. Grab this one. Let me go back. I'm gonna show you cut lines. Okay, one second. Let me just get him. Just make a this a bit smaller here. Okay, one second. Here we go. There's no rush. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, people are like, come on, <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm just mesmerized. <laughs> okay, and bam. All right. Okay, so uh, look, look at the cut lines now. Look at his uh, neck. Neck. Neck is yeah. cut. There's all kinds of cut. If you really look close, all these lines are going up and down. They told me, both of them said, those are not natural. Those are no, cut those are lines. sharp. Those are sharp. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because anything that's natural would be eroded from the weather and it rock and water over time is becomes very smooth and rounded. Yeah. But we see not it with natural the right like now. that. Even the Sphinx yeah. in Egypt suffers the same the same fate. Yeah. Yeah. And here's another thing. Leave that picture up because they there was a flood here. And the rocks here in Sedona are iron ore based. So when you see the red, see the red part of it, and then mm -hmm. there's white on top where Osiris is. Mm -hmm. Well, the red was underwater. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's yes. what turned the rocks red. But there is a lot of you know ones that are extremely high that are still white. And they say that thousands of years from now, the red rocks will turn turn right white again. So Wow. I wonder if there's anything like this in Montana because most of it was underwater. Uh, I don't know. I met a lady. I think she was, yeah, she was from Montana. Judy, uh, she had found some ancient, huge, huge, huge monuments. Yeah. Um, let's see if I have her. A, good, a big part of that state was underwater and they have a lot of dinosaur bones and things like that. Yeah, she so. found some really incredible stuff. I met her at the Pyramid Conference and she was talking about these huge monuments that they found, but it's not Egypt. It's... Uh, she, they're not sure what it is, but oh, okay. There has to be something just because, like I said, underwater, it's just yeah. Mm. Cool. It's it's interesting. Oh, yeah. um, look, look. Here is what she has. This is Montana. Go up just a bit. Too far. Oh. You're you're too close. Wow, there right we there. go. Wow. There we go. The wow. Megalith. Look at that line. Megalith. That's, yeah. that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Look wow. Look at that. And then see her? Yes. That's yes. how big these are. Wow. Yeah. Cool. It's, like, huh? it's almost as big yeah. as a sequoia tree. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so she was talking about things like that, and I never knew about it. And that's Montana. So we Yeah. Montana. A lot of Montana was underwater. So that's why I'm curious when you mentioned Red Rock was underwater, it just hit me like, how mountainous it is and flat in between where mm -hmm. it was underwater. I wonder if they would have. Imagine everywhere, which cat says, you know, are they in any other countries other than us and Mexico? Oh, I think so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the whole, you know, I mean, the there's all world. kinds of monuments in Scotland. Yeah. The whole, the whole world yeah. is, is mentioned Scotland that he found the uh, ancient Egyptian stuff there. Yeah. And yeah. he's an Egypt tour guide in Egypt. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, whoa. <laughs> no, but that's exactly it. The whole world, I, I, it's all out there. They weren't, don't think that they were just limited to one little area. The whole world consisted of one little, one little space. You know, I believe they, they were showing that tr people were traveling here, you know, pre-ice age. Because if you look into Lake Michigan, they actually have a Stonehenge circle in Lake Michigan. Pre, yeah. It was their pre-ice age with carvings of a megalodon, or a megalodon, of a um, mammoth, of a mammoth. 
Wow. Carved right into the rock. And that was just, you know, pre-Ice Age. But now you can go dive it and, and you see it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, come on, man. They were getting around <laughs> even then. So, what was interesting, see, I, yeah, I need to talk to a, like a geologist, um, you know, because I'm still getting uh, more information. I'm spiritually guided, but I don't know all this scientific technical stuff. Yeah. But what she, uh, this lady, Judy, told me, which was very interesting, she looked at my book and she was stunned and she said, you know, some of these are fossils. These are a lot of, they look like car, you know, some are carvings, but, but the ones, this is how she mentioned it. She goes, the faces you have in your book, the people that do sculptures don't put teeth in there and there's teeth in some of them. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't think about that. You know? Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's so they, she goes, those are fossils. Wow. Of people, I have faces of, of people in yeah. there. Like at least I don't even know how many 25, 30 faces of, of people in there, and they're not Egyptian looking. They're I have one that looks like a Native American, I have ones that they look very different. Not sure what culture they would be, mm -hmm, right? But they do have little teeth sticking out, and I'm like, oh, interesting. So I'm finding out more and more. Like I said, the archaeologist didn't want to help me out. So I'm going to, I'm still looking for no. someone brave. That's brave, like a geologist, you know, that would know. <clears throat> I think you're dealing, when you're dealing with modern academia, they don't want to involve themselves in like that. It just, it goes against the grain. It goes against everything they were taught. You try putting anything that's out of the norm. It's like, well... You know, it's, it is, it falls on the reputation thing. Whoa. You know, I have, we have a guest that comes on pretty regularly, um, Mark Ollie, who was an archaeologist in England, and he's also an experiencer. And he said, you know, I have higher ups, you know, my bosses that come to me and say, okay, I can't say anything because, <laughs> you know, you can't go against the grain, the good old boys club or girls club or whatever the case may be. But um, this is going back a few years ago. He goes, but yes, we have found A, B, C, and D, but we can't really talk about it. It's in the museum, basement level. We'll never see the light of day. So why do you That's think they do that? No. I mean, if, you, you know, if they're yeah. not in fear... Uh, they could turn it around and become extremely famous. How's that? You know? They don't want to rewrite history books. It costs too much money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think that's a big part of it. They, they don't, don't want to reteach it. They'd have to change curriculums. This is a big deal. And mm -hmm. and the fact that, you know, it's it's like the ET thing. You don't want to give people too much power and think that they don't need a government. That's a whole other show. Yeah. And we already did it with Dever. Yeah. Yeah. That's Never. a whole other show. So Never that's know. why that's why you never, never I know I caught it. It's <laughs> like God. You know. Yeah. I know. I, I think it's really um when you think back, ancient civilizations go back hundreds of millions of years. They have found yeah. mines that are billions of years old where they mined uranium did made uranium right there. There, there's there's fossilized wheels that they're so old that you can see right in the ceiling of one of these things. It's mm -hmm. like it's there. It's just mm -hmm. like yeah. they have entire tunnel and, and yeah, pipe you know. systems going through the yeah. mountains. It's like, hello, it's there. Yeah. 
Well, right. there's a cure for cancer too, but nobody's going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, Kathy okay. said the Smithsonian hides a lot. Yes, we see that almost every show. Right, that's they what, hide that's, a lot. Yeah, that's why they they make up the. Uh, I think that's a made up thing. Are we going to be able to rewrite the books? Are you kidding? They've been rewriting the books every day. I think it's yeah. just a lie to keep us dumbed down and not to know who we truly are, mm -hmm. our true hidden. Yep, right. exactly. That's what I. Because it wouldn't work well. <laughs> there wouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, it's there wouldn't be tears. There wouldn't be levels. It would be all one. Well, they, I've heard they found the giants and they threw them over into the uh, Pacific Ocean. That's right. That's right. A hundred percent. Why? Why? Why do that? I find that amazing because I often ask, why do certain divers go missing? Oh, that's scary. That's, that's they they find stuff. We know that that you know giants existed. Native American history, just this side of the world, documents a lot of that stuff. There are ancient mounds that you're not allowed to touch. They're sacred, you know, on these lands yeah. and these reservations. And um, we had a friend who just joined us in chat yesterday um, on the Mohican Reservation, and he's the stuff that he finds. And he's come on. He's talked about it you know, the different things that, that are on the land. And it goes, you just, you know, it took me a while even to convince our elders that this is a good thing. We need to talk about this, but there's just, yeah, but they don't, they don't trust. He goes like, it, you know, they don't, I don't trust. Blame them. No, I don't because blame history them. is hidden. And well, they've um, been hurt and cheated a lot. That's right. But he's just like, he goes, we have proof of Knights Templar residing on this property that were cared for by our ancestors. Wow. And they existed together. There's proof of all of this. Where is that located? In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it, he goes, it took me a while. And now the elders are like, okay, we're on board. There has to be a certain protocol. But isn't it sad that people are so leery about, about bringing that lost history to the forefront because of all of this academic stuff. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah we've had, we've had them on the show. Tell everybody, got three million yeah, people good. listening, tell the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But you, you know, you have to, you have to, and, and here, a good point. Like Kathy yeah. said, the book of Enoch. Yeah. The book of Enoch mentioned, mentioned the giants. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 said the the mounds, uh, you know, like Ohio, uh, in Ohio or all mm -hmm. across the Midwest, like you were the area you're talking about. They're all really burial chambers for giants, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. That, and the Paiute talk about the giants, and they're they're uh, what is that? Nevada, mm -hmm. northern Nevada area, um, mm -hmm. and they talk about the ancient cities of light, yeah. um, uh, the the Pyramid Lake area. Yeah. They said that wow. was an ancient city of light that was destroyed by the the uh, ones that came from above. They say yes, it makes sense. It's so heavily forested there too. It's so thick you could hide a lot with a forest. Yeah, but the forest yeah. overgrows and and it takes it back. It yeah. hides those secrets, and yeah. you know maybe maybe some of those secrets need to be kept that way because mankind has a way of destroying it. Like the giants, like the bones, the museum, academia says, nope, world doesn't need to know this. Yeah. 
Well, they, you know, they say they destroy a lot of the stuff, but I think they just put it somewhere and they hide it. I really do. Um, like Absolutely. the, like the Alexandria Library, you know, the, oh, Vatican, the Vatican has it. It does. Has that uh, the Vatican has a, a large amount of it. A lot of it was burned to the ground. Whatever they didn't take, they destroyed. Right. You know, and that's like one of the wonders of the world. Seven wonders of the world. Like, what are you doing? And a lot of history went with it. That's why the Vatican's locked yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. And has their own police. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to give them any credits for anything. So uh, That's, that's saying it closes at 10 o'clock. I know. <laughs> Figure that one out. The gates close at 10 o'clock. Um, hmm. But I like so the, up here, the size of giants. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, was there other questions before we move forward here? Before we I move forward, no. With people just commenting and going along yeah. uh, with the conversation, um, right. I was going to put up uh, Ganesh because uh, that, Ganesh. that takes you outside of Egypt a little bit and holy cow. It's still here. There we are. <laughs> like I said, this is like a library here. Yes. And this, there, the, all the ancient Egyptian figures I found are pretty much in the same exact area. Now, this is probably about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes away, still in Sedona. But these two, these are two different figures, actually three different figures. Um, but there's baby Ganesh on the left and then grown up Ganesh, I call it, on the right. Yes. And they're and they're like right across from each other. Right. And I this, like this other elephant I found. Right here. Yeah. And that you look it looks like it's melted. Yeah. That that, that doesn't look like it's carved. To me it looks like it's been melted like formed in uh, somehow. Yeah, it's but, fascinating to yeah, me. The more you look and now you got to think these are thousands of years old. They told me probably like 12, 13,000 years old. So pre-ice age again. Yeah. <clears throat> so this was the during the Atlantean times, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, because what, what what was uh, Noah's flood was supposed to be six thousand years ago BC, I think five or six thousand BC, mm. and then before that was another flood, thirteen twelve to thirteen thousand years ago, between like twelve five hundred something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know the exact time, but there was like twelve five six hundred or something. Mm -hmm. um, and now this other elephant I found way off the beaten path um <laughs> it's just amazing yeah you know i'm in the woods you know hiking and and i'm just taking pictures of everything and i get home and i look and i'm like where oh my god i didn't see that when i took the picture it's an elephant, <laughs> an yeah. elephant. that is an elephant <laughs> Right, right. You know, who knows? It could be a fossil. I don't that know. That one's in your that one's in your face. Oh yeah. Like, really? Yeah. 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 I I think um yeah, Dolly says every six thousand years. That's what I thought as well. Yeah, we flood every six thousand years. Okay, that makes sense because that's mm -hmm. how what the timeline of those floods are. Mm -hmm. But here you have a whole other culture. What's what's that? You have, you know, a whole, a whole other, Cultures, uh, yeah. yeah, a whole other culture, yeah. which is, again, it's fascinating. Um, so you, you're finding discoveries pretty regularly then. Are you still, do you think you pretty much mapped this out or do you think, you, have you been finding more? Do you uh, think there's a lot more to find? Oh yeah. There's a lot more. There's, there's whole areas that you can't even get to. Um, right. I've taken helicopter tours of, and they're called the ancient ruin tours where it's almost impossible to hike to. 
mountain after mountain you'd have to go to. There's no trails or anything or any way to hike there. There's so many other worlds out there. And I see and I've seen um, other uh, sphinxes out there. And right. when you're on a, in a helicopter, it's impossible to do any filming. I mean, you, well, you can do a video, but if you want to do snapshots, it's, it's it goes so fast, you can't, you miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have to do a video and then take a screenshot of that, um, other, other stuff, but yeah, it, it's, it's on and on and on. I mean, I have, the book is, uh, I don't even know how many figures are in there. There's hundreds of figures of faces in my book. Mm-hmm. And I have found dragons. I have found um, birds, sculptures. Mm-hmm. I have found um, oh, so many different kinds of faces that it, it, it keeps going on and on and on. It's just, yeah, it, it, it doesn't stop. And different cultures is what I find extremely interesting because, I mean, it just shows you we were not, the ancient people, our ancestors were not limited and their travel, like academia tells us, they were. Mm-hmm. Well, that's controlling. For sure. <laughs> that's why. You yeah. know, don't even get me started on the whole Columbus yeah. thing. And got Corona crap. Oh. You know, like. like uh. I mean, they're already showing, even the Knights Templar made it. And there's evidence of being there in the 1200s. Mm-hmm. You know, right. that's like 200 years before Columbus. And the Vikings were there in the, around 850. <laughs> so that goes back another yeah, let's 400 ask, let's years. Ask the Vikings like, within the Nordics. Well, what they that's think. just in 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 <laughs> within the last like couple thousand years. I bet their history books. Years. I bet their history books are different than ours in school. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know. I didn't so, give you. I'm I'm seeing if I what else do we have that I give you? Um, uh, ancient discovery in Sedona, which is um, a a picture of of again. It, it's um. Uh, we've already seen we've already seen him this way what else uh, do we have left nothing no i'm going to no, give no. you more the drive um, tour. yeah send them over um, you can email them and i'll pop them up yes i'm going to email right now okay uh, waiting on it waiting on it okay give me a second oh yeah take your time <laughs> see oh boy uh, all right yeah because it didn't seem like the other worked um Okay, let's see. Give me a. All right. Okay, here is. Okay, God. Uh oh. What are you doing? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's no. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just looking at like Etsy sent me seventy percent off coupon. Like yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you share that one? I know, right? It's like <laughs> I get excited over all kinds of things. <laughs> so, um, so okay. Well, while you're searching, then so um, okay, I'm gonna attach this whole file here. Okay, I think that might be easier than doing one at a time. Yeah, no problem. Um, um okay, she's totally me like me with tech. While we're waiting? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would only show the ones that, that you want shown. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, to put up a bunch of other ones by any means. Um, what's interesting to me is that there's so many different theories when it comes to all of these ancient places. And 
when, I mean, we've, let's face it, we've got continents that we know have disappeared and we know where those continents were. And, you know, where ancient Lemuria, I mean, there are traces of that going down all the way into South America. Yeah. And mm -hmm. there's traces as far up as close to Michigan that show the Aztecs and the Incas made it up that far. So, you know, but again, you know, we're dating them back to probably five, six, seven hundred years. So I don't know how many of them, how many of these people came from ancient Lemuria, do you think? A lot. I really do. Um, uh, ancient Lemuria, ancient Atlantis. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, Chris, while you're talking. Yeah, Chris, that's, that's going to be the december show so put your list of questions on frequency together, together for, for then yes because that's going to be a really great show i feel the same way as chris i know <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to jump on that lots to talk too. about but you'll be yeah. thankful and you will all thank me in december yes chris there i'll be go. waiting with you for that <laughs> question that answer because i have that question in my head too deborah and your frequency work will be our gift to you all <laughs> In December. <laughs> Happy holidays. There we Happy go. Here's, here's a few more. I just sent a few more. Okay. Um, what do you yeah. call it? Yeah, December. What we're gonna do something, we're gonna do some sound healing activation. Um, I'm happy. Yeah, a lot oh. of people don't know I'm the number one sound healer at Hemisync Monroe Institute for four oh. years. That's yeah. why I feel so yeah. comfortable with you. Absolutely. It. Sound healing is number one for me. I love it. Yeah. I know. Absolutely love it. I'm so on so many different projects, you know. I just mm -hmm. just whatever comes spirit guides me to, I guess you could say, you know. But that's yeah, what it's is, all about. Everything is made up of of sound you know frequencies vibrations and you know i use it with people that i've helped for years i'm just like go listen to this frequency binaural mm -hmm. beats just you do that with absorb me it, take it and i've done it with her binaural listen to this this and this yeah binaural was me all i knew before but sound even the like sound sound baths, oh, sound baths like in drumming drumming okay, is like are. none other for me yeah i love it I've been a drummer all my life and a musician all my it. life. And I yeah. um, got downloaded. That's another story. We're going to talk about that in December. It's how it all came to me. By the way, I was in the Great Pyramid and it all came to me, downloaded to me. So. <laughs> keep going. Imagine that. Like you're teasing big time here. Okay, hold on. You, yeah, just keep <laughs> keep talking. And I'm I'm uh, I'm still, things are downloading. So I am. Big picture there. And oh. that one. Yeah, I'm see. doing this one here. Okay, I'm going to go to the next one. All righty. Got that one. Well, I got okay. a ton of pictures. I mean, Okay, one second. I yeah, found, I'm, I, I'm just getting ahead of the game because they're trying to download. I'm trying to save them all at the same time. Right. You know what go. relaxes me as well is when I'm watching the um, the indigenous dances. Here is right. uh, one I didn't show you. Uh, let's see if I can show you. Can you see this king and the queen? I don't know if it's probably a little shiny. It's a little, a little glare, bit. Yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, that's another set of kings and queens. Uh, they're all over the place. Like I said, hidden in plain sight. Okay, one sec. 
Yeah, so whoever <laughs> comes to Sedona, take my tour. It's so much fun. I love okay. getting out there on the land and mm. showing all these faces. Okay, that's there one, we go. one heck of a grounding. Okay, so can I just can I just show these as we go, or and then you'll talk about them, or do you want to put them in order? I'll, no, there's no order. Just put them out, and I'll explain each okay. one. Okay, okay. Yeah. I love this one. There's a story behind every single one of them. So okay, here we go. There, that's beautiful. Okay, I might have to shrink them a bit. No, you, it's perfect. I no, think. it's beautiful. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. That's a Native American. I call him Sleeping Indian. Okay. He's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was huge. And I found That's him. Messy. I was back up in traffic, a place you cannot pull over. Wow. I, and <laughs> I, I always had my 35 millimeter camera with me everywhere I go. I was in the passenger seat, thank God. And I went, oh my God, look at this, an Indian right there. Now I showed this to um, the lady that's like a geologist, kind of like, she's almost like a geologist. And right. she said, and she goes, that's a fossil. That is not a carving. Look, there's teeth. And I'm like, oh that's crazy. my God. Yeah. And this thing is huge. Now it, compared to my face, it's probably three times larger than my face. Okay. So it had to be giants. Yeah. Holy the crap. <laughs> That's amazing. Seriously, a fossil. That is. And she was saying, yeah, but if you look, you can yes. see the teeth. You know, they go, yeah. people would do sculptures, do not put in teeth. They you do know? not. You're 100% you're right on that. Yeah. That is amazing. So, so, and his eyes are closed. And there's now I, after, after she made me aware of this, I looked at my book. I have about a half a dozen faces. That are totally different kinds of faces. I'm not sure what culture they are, but they all have their eyes closed and they have the teeth. So they are like pores passed away. They look like pores, seriously, mm -hmm. like all in here. Like I don't know. Call me crazy, but this is this is this is. I'm thinking my favorite. Yeah, that's Native American. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's, beautiful. that's something you would want to blow up and put on a wall. I'm not. He kidding. is. He's, like, he's just. Yeah. He's just exquisite. I, I. I. I cannot get over it. It's so. It's just one of those that you can keep looking at it, and it's so easy to connect to to this image because it's peaceful. It looks so. He looks so peaceful. Yeah, I've actually blew blew him up and put him on uh, the the metal. The metal, mm, uh, yeah. I'm not sure what they call it. That design, the metal, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty large, and yeah, it's wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. He is. He's exquisite. He's exquisite. His energy and everything. You know, it's it's more than like you said, a sculpture. You know. Yes, but to think that this, you know, I mean, a geologist would know. Yeah. And, well, I'm and, trying to find one out that's brave. Yeah. You know, and. Come on out. I'm going to do a documentary. That's my next step with this is uh, putting the dot. But I have to find the right people. So I might know oh, people. I, I, I know people. I, I've worked in film for 20 years. I know yeah. a lot of producers. I might know somebody who Excellent. could take who could take this on. Seriously. Okay. I, I could talk to you about, I can talk to you about this. This is, uh, you know, afterwards. It's definitely needed to get out there to the world. The nice, beautiful documentary. And with a geologist that knows, I called even Robert Schock. And he goes, he goes, yes. And I sent him my books and you know who Robert Schock is. He, he did, he found, he talked about the Sphinx in 
that was underwater in Egypt. Yes, yes. And he goes, I am booked up for three years. He I said. believe it. I believe so, it. He's pretty sought after, though. I mean, he's the kind of like the go-to person. And he's not afraid to just come right. out and say exactly how it is. He took a lot of flack for talking about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we all do, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this this is your flagship guy right here. I I truly oh, yeah. I truly He's, think this is your flagship. He guy. makes me want to drop flowers. Oh, there and I know. Thank Aww. him. But yeah. you know, it would be really interesting to see what um what He's they beautiful. they say about this guy. This is this is just yeah. You know, I said this is you can't even pull over to this area. We were backed up in traffic. Stopped. Wow. And I, he was on the side of the wall of the mount. You were meant to see him. Low. Yeah. You were meant to see yeah. him. I think you were meant to stay there long enough. Yeah. I feel like if you were to stand in front of him and then just reach out, that you would know his story. Yeah. And touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Would, I feel like that story, through. that energy would transfer to you. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's a very dangerous area to even uh, pull. You can't pull over. Like I said, there's not not even a spot to pull a car over. Um, yeah. So and I, I and try, I tried to find him again. Right. Couldn't find him. <gasps> wow. No. Wow. That's really. Yeah, because he's 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 like I said, an area you can't even go slow. I mean, if you go, you'd have to go at least five miles an hour to find him. So you've and driven past him probably a hundred times. Forty miles an hour there. So yeah. I was lucky that one day that I was backed up in traffic. Right. Stopped, you know, stopped for like about 10 minutes and saw him there. So. Right. And I kept right. saying, well, there's got to be other other things here too. It's just, you right. know, you can't. Uh, like he's, a, he's pretty amazing. He's pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, like I said, yeah, it's more than just ancient Egypt I found here in Sedona. Oh, um, there's there's amazing things. We have to do a quick station a sponsor sure. ID. I know oh. the job part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we love our sponsors and our network. Yes, so we do. We yes, we do. <laughs> we absolutely do. <laughs> you are listening to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoshi and Amelia Pisano, coming to you live from the beautiful city of New Orleans on one hundred five point three and one hundred seven. Point seven FM radio, as well as the Roku channel. Our guest tonight is Avera Thunderbeat. She is returning tonight. I missed her last time, so I'm so excited she's here tonight discussing her book, Sedona Faces in the Rocks, Ancient Egypt in Sedona. And she's been sharing a lot of photos with us. So if you're tuning in, you might want to go to a place where you can visually see. Like our YouTube Yes, like our YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe. Yes, <laughs> which I was coming up to that, but since I know, <laughs> if you're just tuning in, no worries because you can stream our archives on any platform you normally use. Remember to click like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to share us with your friends and family. The wonderful people at Folgers Coffee, thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support and sponsoring our show. We deeply appreciate you and we love you more than anyone else our <laughs> fabulous banner and promo media 
Thank you, Steve McGinnis, horror illustrator, fantastic artist. Steve creates commission pieces as well. He can do anything for you, anything you desire. He is so talented. You can find him on Facebook. We love our intro. And we'd like to thank Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, Justin Snicker, award-winning composer, vocalist, and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp. Stream him on any platform that you normally use as well. He's everywhere. And right now, you can listen to clips and watch videos because this is the season for Dr. Snick. Like, no one's better. You want to be the coolest guy on the block at Halloween? It's Dr. Snick playing on your speaker system. Think about it. Check him out on Instagram. He's dropping those videos. Those videos are so cool. They're a little bit scary, but that's what we like, right? Tis the season. We, it is. <laughs> so, we love spooky month. So like, if you're watching us on Facebook Live right now or on our YouTube channel, make sure, again, give us a like, subscribe, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Okay, so before we go to the next picture, thank you, Amelia. Thank um, you. We're going to um, get this question, <laughs> which is in two two sections. If you I'm, to. I'm reading his praise. I am the coolest guy on the block at Halloween. <laughs> what did he say? Go back. What do you say about geologists? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to read for that our right audio now. listeners. Yeah, Amelia, if yeah. you can get this. Sure. Uh, quick question on the geology of that area: Was that fossil you just showed? Would that have been laying down as in a grave at one time, then over time was lifted up by the earth plates shifting up? Could be. It was It was like standing up and it actually had a chest. It wow. did have, it, it has a chest for the, for the whole picture. And I don't remember anything below that because um, then the, the ground and the road came in. So and was, if he would have been underwater, was because he was red, he might have been underwater and yeah. eroded a bit. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing was, it, so it was, it was, look, it looked like it was laying down, but it was upright. Right. So right. I don't know. It could, it could have been, yeah, shifted. Happen, shifted. Um, well, that means he would, which it would make sense that when he says, because if he was, hold on. So to be vertical now, the individual would have lived so long ago. Yeah, because for that to um yeah, but giants did, but I mean they, they have evidence of giants even into this century right. early on. There are images and, and even video capture of some really big individuals. I mean well, why the not? Size of a dam really as high as a house. <laughs> if you, you know? have pygmies, you can have giants. <clears throat> well, I agree. I agree right? for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that far off when people speak. I think people's it's out of fear. Here's another one I love. Because yeah. mm -hmm. everybody who knows me knows I freaking love dragons. Oh, wow. <laughs> you would love uh, all the dragons uh, I have in the book then. I, all right. So, so the one on top just blew me away. I've been up, like I said, they're hidden in plain sight. I, I was up in this area at least a, a dozen times before I saw the, the little dragon on top. Yeah, it's right. Cool. really looked, and it, it, it was only because. I was there in the morning and the sun was shining and a ray of sunlight was shining right on it out of everything. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was planned like carved there or something or put there on that purpose because right. right before, right below it is like almost a circular separate stone platform. 
Right. Okay. Right. And then he's got wings. He's got like little things on his head. Yeah. If you uh, like little horns or whatever yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you look really closely, he's very detailed. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. Yeah. And, um, you know, has that energy of like, you know, very strong and, mm-hmm. and, and then now the, the, the one below, he's huge. Mm-hmm. He is a dragon and he is the gatekeeper. They told me he's the gatekeeper of the dragon palace. They're girl, yeah. when you come out to visit Sedona, I'm going to show you the dragon palace and where all the dragons are. Oh, that would be <laughs> exceptional. I would love that. I have some dragon stories for you. How's mm, that? Yes. Michelle, is, Michelle is the mother of all dragons. <laughs> Michelle? Michelle is the mother of all dragons. She's oh. literally the game oh, of thrones. Yes. I thought you said Ishmael, and I'm like, what? no, Who's Ishmael. <laughs> I want to know who is it, Ishmael. Is it Ishmael from Moby Dick. Yeah, Maybe that was his past wife name. I know. Ah, yes. <laughs> I just thought it was the it was the sailor who was defeated. Yeah, <laughs> looks like a griffin. Yeah, it does yes. look like a griffin. You're right, Chris. So this yeah. is this is interesting. Was there a, a fossil or a sculpture? That's really interesting. Yeah, that's a good I'll question. To get in there that. up to the top of the mountain, look and see if he's got any teeth. You you know what <laughs> would be nice is yeah. to take a drone up there. Right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so that you have, can get that visual. That I would. I've been trying to get a drone manned out, but they are so restricted here in Sedona. Certain areas, the, the areas I want to go, they don't mm-hmm. allow the drones. Okay. It's so sad. I, under, I understand it though. They're protecting their spiritual, you know, know their their land. <laughs> well, I'd be afraid to put a drone out there if it's that strict because they probably shoot it down. Okay, cat. I'm with you, cat. <laughs> I want it to be a fossil so bad. Why? Why couldn't it be though, cat? We had dinosaurs, so why could it? We not it's have true. had dragons. Yeah. I don't think it's that far fetched. No, right. that's true. I don't know. I just and I'm the skeptic. I'm the big skeptic out of this. I know there are fossils on walls, but at one time that creature would have died and sank to the bottom of the ancient lake. That muddy, muddy bottom, bottom to the stone. turn to stone. Get that out of correct. <laughs> turn, turn to stone. <laughs> in the wall. Only, only Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I could really have had fun with that one, Wayne. Just saying. Yeah, well, like they say in Monument Valley, that they're finding out that they were trees. Mm-hmm. That's huge, true. Huge, huge trees, you know. That's and true. Sort of That's... Rock, you know, sort of mountains or rock formations. So I just like picking on them. Okay, we're going to pull out another one. And it was as another wow factor for me when I see this one. Good selection. Yeah. <laughs> Deborah's got it going on. She knows what we like here on the it, outer realm. It's a great Friday Eve show. <laughs> it is. Here we go. Beautiful. Isis. Oh. Just beautiful. Okay, let me yeah. explain now. This is um, the middle picture is the walls of Egypt. Yes. Okay, now if you look, the headdress and a snake. Yes. Look at her. Now, this is the same picture, but the ones on the left, I just kind of try to make it as clear as possible. Yes. Um, but there's a headdress with a snake. Look at her eye. Yeah. She got her arm there. Her hair. Look mm-hmm. at the hair. It's cut straight, just like the picture. Yeah. You got to look really close. 
Right. And she's probably about eight, 70, 80 feet tall. There's a cut line. See in the front of her. Yes. Her, where her arm goes. That's a yeah. cut line. Yeah. That is cut. And her whole body is shaped. The beautiful woman shape is yes. all carved out like that. Yes. Now here's another thing. She's right next to her husband, Osiris. Imagine that. Funny that. Wow. And that's not, that's not an Irish name. <laughs> There's no coincidence here. It's like I'm here every night. Thank you. <laughs> I have to man. I have to do the, I have to do the comic relief. I know. Because I know somewhere I have friends who are Irish and I know how they are, and somewhere they're trying to make claim to old Cyrus right now. <laughs> what? Oh, well, I have friends who are Irish, and right now they're trying to make, for, you know, some kind well, of claim. Well, what they have found in Ireland that they found more ancient Egyptian DNA, great, more so than they have right now in Egypt. Now really? I'm not going to hear the end yeah. of it. That's very interesting. <laughs> That's yeah. where the Osiris comes from. Well, I think that you know when um, if they had to fled for you know fled, they might have went there or you never know. They well, were there not? first, and then they went to Egypt. I mean, it was all, Atlantis is all over the went, world. If they yeah. went north from there, they would end up. Atlantis uh, all yeah. over. The world. Hold on, I, okay, hold on. Here's one that and I did have... not. Oh, this is it right here. I think. Okay, got him. We have one more that we're going to pull up. Which is Anubis. Oh, Anubis, I said, the I mighty I, Anubis. I know. I think I sent you segment too. I love Anubis. Funny that. <laughs> there we go. Right. That's Anubis. Hmm. He lost his ears. That's from page from my book. He lost his ears. And I have a very uh, fascinating, really fun story I tell on my drive tour on how I found him. And it was because I had a, a statue from Egypt uh, and I had it on the, on the floor. And one day he just fell over for no reason and lost his ears. Oh. Now, this is before I found him in the rocks. And I went, oh, my God. So I said, no. So I glued his ears back on. Right. <laughs> three yeah. days later, I swear to God, three days later, the ears are missing. Nowhere to be found. I couldn't find him anywhere. And I'm like, this is very, very strange. And then I think it was less than a week later, I found him in the rocks and I went, oh my, that is what you're trying to tell me that you're here and you lost your ears. Wow. That's that's how magical this. That's a synchronicity. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. something. You, you seem to have a lot of this happen to you, you know, having your attention drawn into certain directions because yeah. it's like, like how much of this is all around us, but we just don't pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I pay attention. The spirit, the the guidance. I I don't. You don't have to sit there and read into it. It's like, well, why did it happen? Okay, and then boom. Things, right. you know, we put the pieces of the puzzle together and it's like, okay, now I get it. And mm -hmm. right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I love it though. Yeah. You're, being, you're being led. You're, you're being guided and it's yeah. supposed to be that way. 
Yeah. yeah. And so pay, yeah, and you're, you're paying you're, attention. A lot of people are being guided and they're not paying attention. Yeah, because they have the blinders on and they don't believe. And then yes. I'm open. I'm very you know, I'm very open. So but, what yeah. do you what do you say to people who who are the big naysayers and say it's all pareidolia? Because you know, everybody's every industry's got that guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pareidolia. Oh, yeah. I've had actually before my friends saw my book, they they said the same thing. They go, Oh, it's pareidolia, whatever right. that is, you know. And right. then they and then I handed them the book and they went, Oh, wait a minute. This is more than you know, right? This is a thing. Yeah, so right. I got proof. Okay, yeah. I got the I got the photos. It's not like oh, kind of looks like no. I mean, I have I've taken just to do that book, I've taken 10,000 pictures, okay? Wow. And I said, okay, to put this book together for people that are skeptical, I'm going to get the most clearest pictures out of all the 10,000. So I have a lot, even a ton more pictures I could put into a book. But right. I just made it the, the clearest as possible. And there is no doubt when people look, they're like stunned and their mouth drops. I, I, I watch them. But that's... Yeah. That's pretty incredible when you can make a believer out of a non-believer. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it just means that you've done your job. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. right? yeah. Yes. I mean, and which a beautiful thing is after I take my people on tour, I love when they say, they always say this, they said, I will never look at rocks the same again. So. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I'll never look at rocks the same again. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll be looking That's... for faces. I mean, I've traveled all over the world and looking at the rocks and faces and things. And I have found more faces in the rocks here in Sedona than any place I've ever been. Oh, and uh, a friend of mine, I've heard of there's little Egypt in uh, Phoenix, which is two hours south of here. They call it little Egypt. And it's in the superstitious mountains, and they have found ancient Egyptian relics there. So we're talking two hours south in Phoenix, two hours north, Grand Canyon, three hours north, Lake Powell, all around Sedona. They have found ancient Egyptian artifacts or, or, or statues or hieroglyphs. Mm -hmm. And then in superstitious mountains, they have it hidden. They didn't want it's hush hush, but they have a little section of it called Little Egypt. Wow. Yeah. And they want it hidden. That's, yeah, that's not it. a surprise. Yeah. Do you think that, because if you look at the Grand Canyon, you know, you go in and you see this, like this Grand Hall that pretty much mimics the Grand Hall of the Great Pyramid. Yeah. Do you think there's anything like that hidden in the mountains, in those mountains? Do you think yeah. there's that, that discovery waiting to be found in Sedona? In Sedona? Yeah. Uh, Probably there's a lot of caves here. I mean, there's a ton of caves, and uh, I just don't go into caves. I'm not a cave person. I get a little creeped out. <laughs> oh, really? really? Well, we could take you through the caves. Well, you guys can go. How's that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get away. I'm not going anywhere. I'm claustrophobic, and I can walk through caves. I feel I very just, safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I can feel the energies, and it's, you know, when it's dark, it's dark. So Yeah, yeah so we're the opposite. We, the darkness lures us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the one place I don't feel the claustrophobia. Anything natural, I don't feel it. I feel it in places like elevators, small rooms, you know, but not in natural places. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. 
Yeah, I've been in caves, but they they have lit, you know, they're lit up. So, you know. I think part of it is, is, you know, a lot of these ancient people were aware of natural portals and vortices and vortexes, and they knew where the power spots were, and they settled around those power spots. Mm -hmm. So Sedona is a mega (laughs) power spot. Let's face it. It's got huge extraterrestrial activity and sightings and huge, you know, power spots, energy flowing any given time. It only stands to reason that these ancient cultures would have settled there, would have taken the time to leave those. It's it's definitely a galactic space. (laughs) Definitely. I really picked that up. Oh, and I have a story for you that I have uh, almost forgot. Um, Drumbelow Mekizadek. Uh, the Flower of Life, Osiris guy. Okay, I'm surprised you don't know him. He's been around like, <laughs> like 30, 35 years. Uh, hundreds of books, uh, or not hundreds, but a lot I of I probably books. know him to see him. Yeah, it's a Flower of Life book. He was very famous, uh, uh, I don't know, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. But the point is, he told me a story that they went to the northern rim of the Grand Canyon to Isis Temple, what it's called Isis Temple. <clears throat> they climbed it. You were not supposed to go there. They snuck in there. There was three of them. Mm-hmm. So he said, shh. You know, he said, well, that was, <laughs> it was a while ago. But they went in and they went through this uh, doorway of the temple and there was uh, three, uh, two chambers in there. And one lady, they, he was with a, uh, I think, uh, I'm not sure. Three, he said three people. But one of the ladies or whatever he said, uh, went through one of the doorways and disappeared for an hour. Okay, right there. We've heard stories like this before. That is fascinating. Okay, so when they, she came back, she was uh, nervous, you know, shaken, very shaken. And she, he goes, well, what happened? He goes, she goes, I just, I just went to Egypt. It was a portal to Egypt. Ha! Huh. And I asked him, I said, was it now Egypt or past Egypt? Mm-hmm. And he said, now Egypt. Where's that portal? Because that flight is way I, too long. You go look online, Isis yeah. Temple, Northern Rim of the Grand Canyon. I want to walk through that portal. Yeah. So so the, when you were mentioning the this vortexes. Is, and this the is portal, how they were coming and going. This is Exactly. This is oh. going, there are portals everywhere. Yeah, like it makes said, sense. Feel like I'm being pulled down inside the rocks. And they're and there's some of them are perfect circles, and they're in, in the rocks here, and and they're like filled with sand. So they're filled up, you know, they're hidden. They're like, you know, but you can stand on them and feel the energy. I'm I'm gonna die right now because. This is not no disrespect to what you're saying right now, but literally in search for natural, they use a sandbox to get to heaven. What? Yes. Just saying the portal. They use a sandbox to get to heaven in a portal. Oh, that's so. I'm just saying that's a little bit, you know, like when you think about about. it. I just got chills on that. Yeah. (laughs) You have to watch it. There's a lot of similarities in there. But so, do you think like there were some? Um, ancient uh, cultures um, that would bury their, you know, their monuments and and their villages to to not be found um, when they would move on, or if they knew natural disaster was coming, they would sometimes 
fill it all in. Do you think this was naturally filled in? Um, or do you think, because I mean, if, especially, I guess if it was underwater, was that part of the Grand Canyon ever underwater? Or do you think that they might've done it on purpose because it was a gateway? <clears throat> they did it on purpose because it's just too much. It, 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 okay. Here, here's how to explain it. The, the rocks. Okay. They're really, you got to climb, let's say 45 minutes to get to this portal and the portal's huge. I don't know. Let's see about. Uh, it's perfectly round, the one I'm talking about, perfectly round, and it's probably about four to five feet wide, mm. perfect circle, and there's no sand up there, but just inside this portal. So, so they just come flooding through the portal from Egypt? Or they pop up in the desert somewhere? That's a curiosity. I, I know, know it might sound like a funky question, but seriously, where's it, where do you come out on the other side? Oh, my God. Sandstorm? How do you get back? <laughs> I don't well, know. Like I said, How do you get back home? Like I said, there's female portals. They go down yeah. inside the mountains, and then there are ones that go out. So um, That's crazy. That, yeah, so the, the, I'm sure there's a lot of – I see a lot of – uh, ships coming out of the sides of the mountains here, um, yeah. like out of nowhere. I was like, "What? Where did they come from?" You know, mm -hmm. I've been broad daylight. We're talking broad daylight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, there's lots of sightings out there because there are tour groups out there that will go and, and take you on tours to uh, tours. to see yeah. UFO tours and CE5s yeah. and things like that. That's pretty popular out that way, also, right? It is. We I have three friends that do it. I have uh, that I know that do it, and I've been with all three of them. And we always see in one hour, we see no exaggeration. We see forty or fifty ships in one hour. Ah, if they're interested in coming on the show and doing a show and tell and talking about the stories, we'd love to hear it. Our people love UFO stories, as you know. It's how we started out with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, can get you, I can get you uh, some names. Okay? I would love that. Yeah, if they're oh, yeah. interested, we'd love it. We'd love it. And be good promotion, too. You know, and we've got video, night, night vision video kind of stuff, too. Beautiful. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. beautiful. But, well, I mean, I think I say it's Sedona's gift that keeps on giving <laughs> on many levels, but the whole historical aspect of this is fascinating to me i wonder what would happen when you speak of night vision have they ever caught some of these portals on night vision because it's all energy like you would see something like that i would think i don't um i don't know if they've mentioned that but i have seen portals here open up in the daytime wow because i know the since i constantly looking at the rocks and know the rocks very well Right. And I remember down, and I think I have pictures. I'm sure I took pictures of it. There was this one area I went, look at that. It's a perfect square doorway that is open that was never there before. And I used to have a friend that lived down there. So I would go down there at least once or twice a week, hang out with them. And I go, I never saw that before. And I remember I went back the next day and it was closed. But it was open for at least, I don't even know. As I know, it was open for a good hour. I went I, I went there, saw that. I went, that's that's open. That's How big open. was it? Like I, enough I, for a, big enough for a plane or a person? Yeah. Or? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> the doorway was huge. It was, uh, yeah. I would say you could fit a car in there. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. You know, I'm not sure about a plane, but I know it, it, that's, but that's um, so I went there. Then I then I went back, picked up some friends, went back, and it was still open. So I know it was open for a while. And then the next day, I said I was so fascinated. I go, is it open or am I seeing things? I wanted to make sure. Went out there the next day. It was closed. So now, could you actually capture it when you took photos? Because sometimes you just, no matter how hard you try, you can't capture that thing. It's an energy thing. You can no, yeah. no, it no was, matter it what. Looked like, it. It, it looked like a uh, just like when you open up a door and it was dark, you know. Right, uh, right. And I and I was watching to see if anything was coming out, but you, you know, and it, and it was pretty far away. Um, Still, where, a mountain range where you cannot hike, you right. know, but you can see it from the road right. on the back road, not a main road on the back right. road. And, um, and, and it was like, I'm telling you, it was a perfect square doorway. It was almost perfect. I was like, what? And, it, <laughs> Love that, and, it, and it, it couldn't see how far back it went, but it was, it was pitch black in there. So that is insane. Yeah. But I love it. <laughs> it's just, uh, it, it would be Sedona. I yeah. mean, I know there's, you know, I've traveled, I've been fortunate you know, to, to travel so many amazing parts of the world. And since having the show and, and talking with, with so many different people, such as yourself, now it's like, I feel that I didn't make the most out of my vacations oh, no. because I feel like now I want to go out. Cause I love the mountains. I mean, I go to mountain ranges, you know, when I was in, in Transylvania, spent time, in the Carpathians, I was in Scotland. I spent time in the Highlands. And oh, I, I love freaking too. love mountains. Yeah. But now I'm like, why the hell was I not looking for something? Girl, well, maybe more maybe substance. you're meant to go back, Michelle. Like you're supposed to go yeah, back maybe. with this knowledge so you could maybe. find something else. Yes. Maybe. And um, I'll be right there with you. I know. We'll go see Deborah. Say, all right. Where's our portal? Me, go to, uh, maybe I'll go to Ireland with you because I have that's one of that's been on my bucket list. I see you bring oh, There we go. Okay, we could do that. <laughs> It'd be fun. There's <laughs> a portal. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to I, I would love to um, you know, just be a rebel and go, you know, to some of these spots. I think don't go to that spot because there's <laughs> You know, might just disappear and find yourself in Egypt the fast way. There's got to be places. I know there's places like that that aren't, they're not restricted like that. Because a lot of these ancient temples that are open to the public to go and visit as tourists are power spots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah, all these ancient really monuments are built there. There is ley lines. Yeah. You know, everywhere. Go hug everywhere. a monolith. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like the monolith that, that your friend was, you know, was taking a picture with. Mm -hmm. You think mm -hmm. they just stick these things out in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> Nothing. No. Like, there's something to it's that. It's marking something. Yeah. That's what I say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know, ladies. Wine and uh, portal hunting. <laughs> well, we have street signs, and I believe then they had monoliths. <laughs> You know, they enter here, exit here. Well, the ancients built their structures over power spots. Yeah. And the church came along or whenever, you know, culture would come along and, and, and assimilate another culture into their own. They still built, a lot of these churches are cathedrals, built over Cathedrals old temples. are built over um, ley lines. Sorry, yeah, cathedrals sure. are, yeah, in Italy, or, or cathedrals power in spots, France. That's right. Ley lines are... Ley yeah. lines are nicknamed Highway of the Dead. 
because energy, you know, energy lines, right? Energy is energy. When you're energy, you can zip across. I remember um, one of the cities that I lived in, they would do tours there, historical tours, ghost tours. And it was, they had a ley line that went right through their city hall. And the city hall staff would be like, oh my God, you look out in that courtyard, because there's a big courtyard with a fountain, which just amped up everything. They said, and all of a sudden, I, I, any given time, at least a handful of times a year, you could look out in the courtyard. If, if you know, if we were working late at night or in the winter, because it's dark, um, faster. I don't know why. At one time, it was during the day. They woke up at one time and saw an entire village. What? Like horses and carts and the whole nine yards. I'm going, come oh, on. Timeline portal. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, it was it was a something. <laughs> uh -oh. And they once a year they would come on a tour. They'd say, Okay, let's do we want to do a tour with you, like the whole staff from City Hall. And, and that's how I would get all my information wow. based on all these people and what some of the things that they were seeing, and they could collaborate it because it wasn't just one person that would see it. Sure. So in the time, like in, in probably the 15 years that I did tours there, um, I bet you. There was, they had maybe five or six occurrences, but wow. they could definitively where there were many of them that would see it. So I don't know. Something... Or no. They couldn't film it, or well, you never knew what was going to happen. And it was quick. Like they'd be working, and all of a sudden they'd go out to go out to the coffee machine or the coffee machine and look out the window. There's <laughs> something going on. You're just like, are we filming a movie here? What's all of this? Wow. And people would catch like capture photographs there and all kinds of stuff. People in period clothing, everything. Right. Like busy, like things are just going on. Well, the pyramids in Egypt are portals. I mean, I had, yes. uh, yeah. I don't know if I told you the story where that was in the middle pyramid. That's actually my favorite. It's the Stargate, totally a right. Stargate. Right. And I was toning in there with this girl. And I, I, I did I tell you this story? I forget. I think you did the last time you were on the show, yeah. So yeah, so I, we were in there and I thought that we were in there 10 minutes and it was like an hour and a half. Right. And we totally missed time and everybody was moving at 120,000 miles an hour. Wow. Like fast forward on a, on a movie camera. Right. Uh, and we were just sitting there meditating and toning and I'm seeing these people move that quick. And I'm like, well, something, some timeline um. on here. And I, and then we get outside to, we went by horseback and the guy was going <laughs> The guy was yelling at us going, you said you were going to be in there 15, 10 minutes, 15. And you were in there an hour and a half. And I'm like, really? That's a week. That's a portal. They've got to be used to that. <laughs> right. Well, we didn't tell them anything. We were just at that moment. We were still trying to figure out what the hell just happened there. Right. You know, so we didn't even discuss it with him. It was like, well, I, I thought it was 10, 15 minutes. That's all I said to him, you know? Right. And then we got home and uh, you know to our hotel room and we talked about it. It's like, yeah, we you know we must have definitely got it shifted into another uh, dimensional portal. That know. is pretty interesting, though. I love it. And unfortunately, we're at the top of the hour, and, and okay. it's, I know, it just I know, it flies. It does. <laughs> You're having fun, huh? I yeah. know. Two months true. is a long time. <laughs> it is, but darn it, it's not quite. Is it quite two months now? Oh, yeah, it's, it's actually probably exactly yeah. two months. Oh, boo! But it is going to be a time. fantastic segment. I have no doubt. Um, you know, questions are already sort of popping in, and I'm making you all wait okay that's it so anyway Let's talk uh, about a film or whatever and 
Sorry. Me. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Email me. Yeah. Email me. Email me. Like I, I, I have a friend who I think might be interested in doing this. So I'll okay. figure out, um, I'd have to find out cause he's, uh, finishing up another project or just finishing up an, uh, up another project. So I can try okay. to get that information and, sure. and present it. So, um, I could definitely go a little further with you on that. It would be a pleasure. Yeah. So, but thank you for joining us. Oh, this was yeah, you're awesome. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, I love you. I yeah. love you. I can't I wait. You. I love both of you. You girls are I so, love you. I'm you so fit, proud of both of you. You, thank you, fit, you. you fit right in with our crazy. So I love you for that. You're calling <laughs> Deborah crazy? It is normal. It is normal, normal for us. Come and on, what, is, and what is normal? Now visit me. We're going to have a big party on the rocks. So. Oh, my God. All right. I'm down. I'm buying. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to go stand on top of that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that thrown up there I'll somehow. I'll picture of that one. Will you ride in the dragon? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. That thing better take me through a portal because it'll arrest me. <laughs> so. Don't worry. I've got a great bondsman. There we go. <laughs> All right, darling. Don't ask how, but anyways. <laughs> Thank you. And I will be in touch as always. <laughs> okay. Thank Many you blessings. so much. Thank you too. Okay. You too. Thank Take you. care. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> well, boy, that went by fast. And big thank you to Deborah Thunderbeat, who's just exceptional. And thank you for all that show and tell. Wow on that. That's all I have to say. So big thank you to her. Big thank you to Folgers Coffee for sponsoring our show tonight. And every night, big thank you to Dr. Snick, um, the man behind our intro. Big thank you to Steve McGinnis, the man behind our banners. Um, tomorrow night, or not tomorrow night, holy crud, next week. Yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs> We're weekend. All right. It's look Friday at me. Eve. Um, Wednesday night, we welcome for the very first time Ryan Peterson. He's the author of two books, The Final Nephilim and The Judgment of the Nephilim. Uh, basically, who are these characters who have just a few passages devoted to them in the Old and New Testaments? Um, are they different than the people who keep reappearing as heads of government today? Mm -hmm. How, you know, are they identified? How do they identify themselves as their hope for humanity? There's a whole bunch of stuff with that. So, which is pretty fascinating. Thursday night's still on the fence with any luck. Who knows? Maybe you'll have a, another bit of time with Amelia and I, or maybe we'll have a special guest. But that <laughs> that's yet to be determined. So we'll see. Anyway, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. And we will see you all next week. Thanks to everybody in chat who just makes it that much more fun. We appreciate you. And we, oh, shut up, Wayne. <laughs> I got one for her. It's red and black. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, good night, everybody. Have a good weekend.